This podcast is intended for adult audiences. Over the age of 18, it contains adult language and situations. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to us, and not of any employer, organization, committee, or other group or individuals. This podcast is not intended to be taken as professional advice. Welcome to the Swing Nation Podcast, a podcast by swingers for swingers, where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe. Interview the experts, learn and grow together. Join the nation. Hey there, pineapple people, and welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your hosts, Northern Guy. And Southern Girl. In today's episode, we're going to answer some questions. Yeah. Um, over the last week, we've been asking for questions from uh, from TikTok and some of the people on Discord, and uh, we've got, we got a few emails, and uh, we're going to try to answer some of the questions that are out there. Yeah, we get a lot of these same questions every time we go live. Anybody, anytime anybody chats with us, so we thought this is a good place to kind of answer them all. Right. And I, I think it's a, good, it's a good idea. We'll probably interject these questions every once in a while. Yeah. As, yeah. as we come up with new ones. And I think it's also a good, you know, this will be a good episode to point people to when we get the repeated questions about the same things. Correct. Over I think a lot of the questions do kind of carry from last week as well. From uh, from secrets you're saying? Or? No, no. From like how to get in the lifestyle, what steps to take. I think a lot of these questions. Oh, kind, kind of the go, next step. Yeah, yeah. yeah I kind of go along with that. Okay. Uh, what else? I think we'll do a week in review at the end. Yeah. And so we'll jump right into questions. So our first question actually comes from TikTok. And uh, it looks like it's Brie Burton is her name. And she says, how do you practice safe sex within the lifestyle, especially when you go places like Secrets Resort where uh, you may not know everyone that may, may be trying to join in. Okay. So do we want to start with like how do we practice safe sex first? That's a good yeah, I think, starting point. Yeah, I think – so again, that safe sex question tends to come up all the time. So all I think let's, let's address safe sex and then maybe we'll get into how you approach it, you know, in a, in a club or in a mm-hmm. – that type of atmosphere. So we protect ourselves like every other sexually active person should. Regardless of if you're in a monogamous monogamous relationship or not, um, if you are sexually active, you should use protection, <laughs> hands down, no questions asked, and we always do. That is one of our hard limits. It, it's got to happen, or it's or we're not gonna have sex with you. Just point blank. Right. Yeah. And um, it's an interesting question because I almost feel like that question gets thrown at us a lot on TikTok because people are almost trying to like shame us a little bit. I think. The assumption is that we have an excessive amount of partners. Right. So how could we possibly be safe and clean? Right. And I guess maybe we'll address a little bit of that misconception on the back of this. But but first of all, just to address the SED question, yeah. So we always use protection, um, condoms all the time. I've been known to carry condoms in a sock. Yeah, that's uh, if If socks are the only thing I'm, I'm wearing at the time. Um, we're very, you know, if, if a couple tries to, you know, do something without it, we always stop them and, and say something. Yeah. Um, and then we also uh, get tested, you know, mm-hmm. um, pretty frequently just in case, uh, yeah. you know, something happens. And Yeah. I mean, we do use condoms. But we're also not idiots. Things can happen. Right? right. I mean, so we just take that extra precaution just to be on the safe side. Right. And then uh, I think, yeah. So for us, it's anybody that's sexually active, whether you're monogamous or non-monogamous, those are the things you should take. And I guess I get kind of frustrated because like when people ask that question, I want to say, well, did you ask so-and-so when they cheated on their wife if they used a condom? I mean, right. like that, I kind of get a little up. bit defensive because, you know, if you followed us at all, you know, we don't, we don't have a ton of sexual partners. Do we have more than a monogamous couple? Yes. Yeah. But I don't know. I just, it just irks me. I don't know how else to say it. it no. Just, and it I, just I, under my skin. part of me thinks that's why they're asking the question is try, try to get underneath your skin. But I think also it is good for people that are coming into the lifestyle to understand that, that swingers are adults. Um, most of them are, you know, 30 plus majority. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them are responsible, right? They're, yeah. they're parents, they're teachers, they're, you know, they're well-educated. Um, you know, most of them have, some money because you know swinging especially in the club and that kind of atmosphere costs cost money 
Um, so generally speaking, I would say swingers are more health conscious of STDs and STIs than I've seen, you know, back when I was single and trying to, you know, meet girls on Tinder and things like that. So like as a female who obviously is not typically the one with the condoms, when I was, you know, single, you know, in my late teens, early twenties, actively dating, I don't think I would stop a guy and tell him to wear a condom. I probably should have like in hindsight now, but I think I was so young, so naive not assertive, not comfortable in my own skin, I wouldn't stop a guy and say, hey, you need to use protection, where me as a 37-year-old professional educated woman will now say that. Absolutely. Um, So just me personally, I am personally much more responsible now than I was 10 to 15 years ago. Yeah. And I think, you know, all that's uh, relevant. And, you know, I didn't print out any articles or pull up any research, but I I have read a good bit on this subject and it's, it almost goes with common sense, right? So swingers are more at risk than, Mm -hmm. than a monogamous couple, of course. Right. Um, but still the highest risk people for STDs and STIs are the, the young, you know, uh, I honestly think the stat was like 16 to 25 year olds or something Mm -hmm. like that. And it's just because, you know, they feel invincible and they're probably more willing to take risks than people our age typically are. Yeah. And so I think I think that's a stigma. You're learning, you're growing up, you're figuring it out as you go. I think we've kind of passed that point in our lives. Yeah, and it's it's there's also something to be said for that we're a partners in this, so we're kind of watching out for each other. Correct. So I think if you know if if you saw me going to do something and I didn't have a condom, you would, you might even say, "Hey, babe, you know, grab that condom or something." Yeah, you know what I mean, like we, yeah. we're watching out for each other. You know, so there's yeah. no like get, getting caught up in the moment and not really thinking about it. I mean, we, yeah. we're a team and everything that has to do with this. And yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Those are all good. Any, any other protection, condoms, uh, STDs, STIs? We get a lot of questions about if clubs um, want right, that's clean a good, test yeah, yeah. Um, to go into them. And we have – or do people ask for you to show papers is what they call it. Right. I personally have never been asked to show a negative STD, STI um, report, nor have I ever been asked of that to get into a club. No, and I don't think that's, I've never seen that. And I, I don't, don't really know that it's a thing. No, Could and, it be and, in yeah. some circles? Maybe, but in ours, it's not. I mean, there definitely is a trust factor, but you also have to trust your judgment. You have to make good quality choices and not hook up with every single person you meet. Right. I, and I think that's, Right. The misconception is that a couple or swingers go to these events and just hook up with anybody. Yeah. If and you got a dick, you can get it in. Right. And that's and so opposite. Yeah. <laughs> it's so wrong. Yeah. And it's it's really, if you think about it, you know, it's it's almost like we're dating as a couple and we look for the same things you would. You know what I mean? We, we have conversations. We talk to people. We get to know people. We get to trust people. Correct. Uh, all the kind of the same steps you would take in a monogamous type relationship. We mm-hmm. kind of take those same steps. And we take them together. So we're both actively like asking questions and, you know, determining if this couple is somebody that we would want to pursue or move forward with. Yeah. And then another thing I think is worth mentioning here is most – actually, I think every club or, or party – um, maybe not the hotel parties, but the, maybe in the playrooms at the hotel parties. But they they provide correct right. There's condoms on usually on the nightstands and all the playrooms or you know in the public correct. area. I mean, there's an abundance. There's an abundance of supply of condoms. Right. You know, every guy has them in their pocket or their sock, like Dan right. Does. So these um, and I suggest even the women carry them. I mean, I know a lot of times I don't have a purse, but if I do have a small bag or something, I think it's important for me to have them as well in case. I decide to do something and right. you know, no, I think absolutely. it's I don't think it's the responsibility of the man. I think all parties involved are responsible for using protection. Absolutely. But yeah, I just wanted to point out that they, they usually are readily available they at, are. at uh, clubs and, and parties and things yeah, like that. Yeah, you can even take a pocket full home. Yeah, usually we do. <laughs> we usually we <laughs> don't do. buy condoms very often. We yeah. try to yeah. But anyway, uh what else? Anything else on No, so now they want to know um how do you handle protection in places like secrets or clubs or stuff like that? Um, So first let me just say this. No one is going to join you without consent. Right. Point blank. So let's just talk about that first. So it's, you know, take away the condoms, take away all that. No one can join your adventures. Let's just say without consent. A lot of times, like if you heard about Dan and I at secrets, we went to the playroom and just played him and I. We did play in an open area, which kind of is a sim like 
When you play open in an open area, you are inviting people to watch and possibly even join. However, they don't just like hop in and start going to town. They kind of sit with you. They might touch your shoulder. They might, you know, but they're going to ask for your consent. They better ask, yeah. And it's, if they don't, it's you very have a rare, problem yeah. and you need to get security. Right. I don't think we've ever had anybody. I mean, some people might be a tad pushy, like rubbing on you and stuff. But if you sit up and say, no, thank you, they will back off. Right. Yeah. And that's, so I guess I think where you're going with that is if somebody approaches you and says, is it okay if I play with you or join yeah. you? You would simply, you know, if they seemed like they weren't going to use protection, you would say. You would just say, yeah, hey, do you have a condom right. or get a condom? Or if you're not interested, say no thank no, you. No thank you. Right. Yeah. Um, but again, just like Dan said before, there are condoms readily available everywhere. Especially in the playroom. Yeah, especially in the playroom. So if, if, if it's someone that you are interested in, you know, having sex with or whatever you're doing, you would just stop them and say... Do yeah. you have a condom? Right. Make sure you grab a condom or yeah. something. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Or put a condom on. Let's go at it, baby. <laughs> yeah. So it really However is. However you want to handle it. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't have to be awkward. We get a lot of questions like all the time. Like, is it awkward after? Is it, you know, it's only awkward if you make it awkward. Right. And, just, I, and I think, you know, you get used to, you know, like when you're first starting out, everything feels awkward. And then as yeah. you, you know, as, as you have a few experiences, it, it gets less awkward. Yeah. Because that's something I've probably, like, just like I said in my early 20s, that's something I've probably struggled with being assertive and stopping and saying, right. please get a condom or, you know, that's something that I doesn't come naturally to me. Right. I have to work at it. I have to make myself be a responsible adult and stop. Yeah. Even though I want them to use a condom, I'm just really bad about not speaking how I'm feeling. So right. I have to purposely make myself do that. Yeah. So, I mean, for anybody listening, that's definitely... Don't be afraid to speak up. Yeah. Don't be it's afraid. something I've had to learn. Right. If those, you know, it should be something that you use for your protection and you shouldn't be afraid to, to bring that up. Yeah. And but, we say all this, are there swinger out there that may not? Possibly. This is just two people. This right. is our experience and this is how we do it. You know, right. Yeah. And I think that, we talked a little bit yeah. about one of our episodes. We've only ever played with one couple and not used protection. And that, that was some lifelong friends of ours. They are lifelong friends. And we... Prior to any playtime or anything like that, like I think it was completely sober, completely vanilla conversation, we made the decision that going forward we wouldn't have to wear condoms because we do have that trust level. You're right with that one couple. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Okay. Is that does that crush uh, STDs, STIs, I think and so. those questions? Can I add one more thing? Yeah, you can I was add just on live and somebody asked me if I contracted an STI, would I stop swinging? And I was really taken back by that. That that was a question? That that was a question. I'm like, well, first of all, I'm not going to infect anyone. Right. So I would obviously stop and well, I would yeah. I would get things taken care of. I was just kind of shocked by that question. Yeah, that is, that is I guess, seems like a common sense answer. But. Well, yeah, because we're responsible. I think maybe people think we're just like blubbering <laughs> idiots, but like we're responsible grown adults. Of course we would stop. Of course we're not going to put anybody else's life in danger no. for our own personal benefit. Right. I just was kind of shocked by that. Yeah. Okay. We're moving on. I think so. You got anything else on that? No. Nope. I think we killed that. I think killed we crushed it. it. We answered killed it the same way we always answer it, but, but just for the podcast, for the listeners. Yeah. A little there. bit more in depth. Yeah. All right. So our next question is again from TikTok and this is J and D from North Cal. And uh, it says, one really common problem for my girl is a lot of the men seem to have performance issues. Um, the second protection is included. And then have you seen, and then the question is, have you guys encountered that? Same girl, same girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think we... As we, a female part of this, I can agree with that. We crushed the protection part of that. But I think yeah. it, it is worth talking about the, the whole male uh, performance anxiety issues yeah um, it happens um common it's very common to be honest with you yeah and it's I, happened to us I right mean, on our end right so we we talk about this again this is another question that comes up a lot in in our lives uh and so you know we've promised you to be completely honest on uh, just about everything that i asked uh, dan before we got on here i was like how said, honest are we gonna is it be okay babe? if we talk about this yeah <laughs> uh, no and it's completely fine so if you think about you know especially the, the demographics, right? So men that are getting 30s and 40s and, and, and plus. And then you think about the environment that you're in, right? So a lot of these clubs and parties, you know, you're drinking a, a lot. 
not not to say that you have to, but uh, that's it's very common to be drinking a lot. Um, and you're up late, right? So you're usually up to two, three, four o'clock in the morning sometimes. Um, it's, you know, and usually it's later in the night when if anybody does play when that kind of uh, stuff happens. Alcohol. Alcohol's involved. And then in addition to that, it's often there's other people watching. There's, you know, at least one other couple in the room. Yeah. Um, a little stage fright. Right. So there is, there, <laughs> there is performance anxiety. Uh, there is the whole alcohol factor. There is the whole just being tired and exhausted and maybe not in a you know, at the ready, so to speak. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So it's very common. Uh, I think we've had it. Uh, I can think of one time that I know, maybe two. That what? Um, that the soldier wasn't working. For me, personally? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, so it's happened to me at least. Sorry, is that uh, not no, what no, you No, 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 At least two times. <laughs> Threw but you under the bus. What I'm so. saying is out of the times we've played, oh. it comes up a lot of times where very at least often. a male that's involved yeah. has those yeah. issues. Yeah. Um. So... You know, again, complete transparency. I, I do use Viagra. Um, and I, I only, Sorry, the dog just growled. <laughs> she doesn't like Viagra, apparently. Um, but <laughs> o- only for swinging, right? Just yeah. to kind of, and it's, I think it's more of a like. Peace of mind. Right. I don't have to think about it. If I take a, uh, and I've heard some of the other swinger podcast people talk about this, but you know, I take a Viagra and I am good to go and I'm ready at a moment's notice and there's no issues. I don't have yeah. to think about it. I think it is almost a placebo kind of effect for me that I know if once I've taken it that I don't have to worry about it so I don't kind of get inside my own head. Well, and we definitely, I can tell like since you started taking it, we don't have to worry about it, which and it takes some pressure off of me too because if there are the times that you couldn't get hard. But mm-hmm. In both times were like amazingly hot women. I felt like I was worried about you. I felt like I needed to help you. I felt... Right. Um, so it, it kind of helps my experience too in right. a selfish way there. Yeah. So what I would encourage is if guys that are out there, especially lifestyle guys, if you've ever had that issue or that problem, even if it's because that's really for me, it's the only time I ever take it mm-hmm. is in that lifestyle type environment when we when we do events. Um, to just go go talk to a doctor. It's and, an uncomfortable conversation. It is super awkward. But, but, but uh, it's worth it. it totally. 100% <laughs> worth it. Um, and on the flip side of that, uh, I think – even maybe for you, girls seem to take it personally. They do. So I guess let me chat on that. Mm-hmm. Um, it is hard when your husband is going to town, you know, having the time of his life over there with the wife. And you're with the husband and he's trying. He's trying so hard <laughs> and it's not working. I mean, that you do take it personally. In hindsight, do I know that it's not me? Yes, absolutely. But when you're in that moment and you're just trying and you're doing all you can do to help it get up and it's not, it's hard to just know that. I will say, though, I have had guys that have had that issue and we still had an amazing night, right? right? It's all about the man's mindset. Like, if it's not working, okay, let's move on. There's plenty of stuff we can do without that, right? (laughs) I mean... I had this one guy who made me come a whole lot when it didn't work. And it honestly, it was one of the best nights with a man that we've had. Um, and then I've had guys that it didn't work and it just all fell apart because his ego was bruised and, right. you know, he didn't handle it well. So I just kind of throw that out there for the guys to know that it's okay. Right. It happens. Um, it's all in what you do with it. Right. And I, I think that is a good point that if, if you are a swinger or new to swinging and uh, you do encounter that, the best thing to do is just keep doing other things. Like don't yeah. stop and, and focus on Flip it me over and, and, tell me. and make it into a whole big thing. Yeah. Just do what you can and, and enjoy yourself and don't worry about it and, and move on. Correct. Yeah. It's all in how you handle it. And then, then go make an appointment with a doctor. <laughs> yeah. And you'll then, be ready to go. And if you're time. a girl and, and, your partner, whether it be your husband or somebody else, has an issue like that with you. Don't. It's not because you're not beautiful. Yeah. It's not because you're not sexy. It's, it's not because they hard. don't want you. It's just probably the alcohol and the yeah. the anxiety and. The and whole, I really yeah. encourage you to go get Viagra. You did, yeah. I mean, because you're a man and you have pride, and you were just like, "I'm good. I got the," you know. And I was just like, "Babe, just." You don't have, I know it's an uncomfortable conversation. You don't want to do right. this. It's weird. But just think, it's 10 minutes of weird uncomfortableness. And then we can go and <laughs> fuck all, all the, the bitches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, you know, so ladies, I would say, I mean, obviously you don't want to like hound the guy, make him feel less than, but 
little you encouragement. Know, a little, there's ways to encourage it. And I, ultimately, I think it makes for a far better experience. Right. When everybody's. Everybody's working. Everybody's working on everybody's all cylinders. Working, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yep. So I think that's that's our advice on that. Uh, any yeah. other as far as male performance or just guys in general? No, I think that's good. All right. Then this is another. We're going to move on to Sean who emailed us. And this is kind of another male-centric question. But it's, are single males welcome in the lifestyle? And then it says, what about bi males? Do you want me to start? Yeah, you, you start. I think males in the lifestyle get a bad rap. However... More of our friends play with single males than anything else. Yeah, and that's so uh, it's hard for me. It's like I get where they where they get a bad rap, but at the same time, I'm like, but the people that's giving them a bad rap are the ones that's hooking up with them. No, well, yeah. So I I think it is a hundred percent true that there is a place for single males in the lifestyle, hands down. Correct. And I also think it's true that there are more single males that are active and playing in the lifestyle than there probably are single females. Correct. Um, but there is this misconception that one single males aren't wanted in the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. But there, but to be fair, they gain that reputation because there's an abundance of them, in a large portion of them are not even lifestyle people. Yeah. They're, they're just doing it. They're going about it completely the wrong way and ruining it for everybody else, right? So these, I agree. these thirsty guys that are hopping on websites, emailing a bunch of people because they're trying to get hooked up with somebody that night. Mm -hmm. um, make the bad rap. Or they're married and they're lying or they make plans with a couple and then they don't show up or, you know, they use the wrong pictures of their dick, you know, whatever the case may be. There's, yeah. there's just a lot of guys that are playing games within the lifestyle i agree um and it that overshadows probably the quality men that are actually lifestyle guys trying to have a good time um but like you said there absolutely is a, a place for single males in yeah. the lifestyle a and lot of our friends play with single plenty males. of couples that are looking for that mm -hmm. um so full discretion right we i think we talked about this i was a single male in the lifestyle for a couple of years um mm -hmm. and what i will say to the single males that are out there and looking to get in the lifestyle be patient, right? Get a profile on SLS, get a profile on SDC, fill that profile out, take good pictures, email couples, well-written, you know, thought out messages, um, follow up on those messages. Um, if you schedule a play date or say you're going to meet somebody for drinks or, or whatever the case may be, actually show up and do it. Yeah. If you're a married guy or if you have a girlfriend or if you're not, you know, legitimate, then don't, don't do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's no point. I think it's so easy for guys to throw a profile up and claim to be swingers. I mean, right. I think it's a lot harder for a couple to have that conversation, make a profile, and move forward, as well as single females, just because the stigma around girls being, or women being whores and easy. Right. So I think that's why there are so many men, just because it's so easy for men. Right. Yeah. No, that's true. Um, so, you know, you got to play, if you are a single male and looking to play with couples, you really have to play the long game. Take your time you know, good, good profiles. And then, you know, once you establish yourself in the lifestyle, once you meet a couple couples, once you have a good time with them, once you get, you know, certified on SLS, um, you know, word will kind of get around that <laughs> you're, yeah. you're, you're somebody that's worth a uh, couple spending their time with. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think once I did it for a while and, and kind of got to know a few couples, uh, you know, I was, didn't have many problems, you know, meeting couples when I traveled and, and, and doing that. So I think that would be my advice to single males. Yeah. And then read the profiles. We have per currently on our profile, single males, if we want you, we'll reach out to you. And that doesn't stop them. No, it doesn't stop them. They just keep on and keep on and keep on. If you're going to want to get anywhere with a couple, you need to read their profile. You need to be able to be respectful and if, obviously, if you're not reading the profile and you're just immediately sending a, a message, then that shows you're not respectful, in my opinion. Not respectful of our time, of what we want, our boundaries. Right. No, 100%. Mm -hmm. Now, more specifically, he asks about um, buy mails in yeah. the lifestyle. And, and I'll touch on this, um, not because I have a lot of experience in it, but be, when I was a single male um, looking to play with couples, um, if you go on SLS or SDC or any of these websites, you'll see the vast majority of these couples are listed as either straight and straight, which is probably what, 20%, mm -hmm. 
Um, and then there's 10% that are buy and buy. Mm-hmm. Um, but about the other 70 to 80% of couples are where the male is listed as straight and the female is listed as bi, right? That's probably the most yeah. prevalent profiles that are out there. I will say of those couples, there's probably about 50% um, after initial contact with me as a single male, at some point in time during the conversation, they would bring up whether I was bi comfortable or comfortable with male on male play or comfortable, you know, um, dabbling in that, that part of the lifestyle. Um, so, you know, I would always answer very frankly, like, no, that's not really my thing. It's not what I'm looking for. Uh, I'm not interested. And, and they were always super respectful of that. But my only point of bringing that up is that I think there are more bi males in the lifestyle than we really, that <laughs> than that, put out there that they are yeah and i almost feel like that's unfortunate because i wish that they could be honest right yeah, yeah. there's mm-hmm. there's you know if 50 percent of the couples that reached out to me the male was bi if they all just put that they're bi in their in their profiles i think they're yeah. afraid of being judged yeah. yeah and i think you know i don't want to call out bang bang pineapple gang but he he talks about it openly on his podcast that you know, that he's a bi male and and i think he, he he's talked about the stigma associated with it and again being a sex positive person i do think it's a shame that yeah. if there is bi males in the lifestyle and are open you know and want that type of interaction i wish they could just be more open about it well the cool thing about being a swinger is it's a very non-judgmental space until you get to that that's right. about the only thing that i can think of that is judged in the lifestyle well and not kissing right oh yeah you know <laughs> um yeah i judge that but realistically i mean swingers are pretty open just about right. anything yeah. whatever your kink might be whatever you're into but for some reason the buying males just feel very like ashamed to put that out there and i think i think they would do their self a justice if they were just honest up front i agree 100 mm-hmm. and uh so i guess sean to answer your question there there are buying males in the, in the lifestyle and some are very open and honest about it i'd say the most of the buying males are probably not comfortable sharing that until they get to know you. Yeah. And that's, we've heard that not just from us, multiple couples that we are friends with or played with have told similar stories. Yeah. Mm hundred percent. Yep. Um, moving on, moving on. Right. The next question. (laughs) You want to read it? Oh, okay. Everyone on TikTok always asks us this question. So we didn't find a user, but they all ask it. Do your kids know? Do your kids know? Yeah. Yeah. We get this, Every single lie, about six or seven times, yeah, not it's, more. It's weird to me that people are so obsessed with knowing if our kids know that we're swingers or not. It, yeah. it, it is definitely like a... It's definitely a thing. People are interested in that question. And I don't know if it's because it's it's something they worry about if, if they're getting into the lifestyle, yeah. you know, that being... Or if it's coming across judgmental, what are, what right. are their meaning behind asking it? I don't know. Right. But so for us, we have, uh, I think we talked about this in our first episode, but if you missed that one... I have high school aged children, and Lacey has a, a middle aged uh, son. So I have a boy and a girl that are high school aged, and then she has a middle school aged son. And so for us, our older two are aware and do know. They found our TikToks just to be super transparent. <laughs> they, they were able to find our our TikToks before we had them blocked, which is our mistake. Excuse the dog; she won't stand a petter. <laughs> um, which that was our mistake. We should have blocked them. Right. Like we. We're not even thinking that they wouldn't see it. Yeah. So we should have blocked them. Right. Yeah. But th- but to be honest, so that happened. And then we ended up, I had a good conversation, I think, with my oldest about that. And it kind of, she was embarrassed by it, but it almost turned into like a joke. Like once she yeah. figured, I mean, the good thing about. She's 17. Right. She's, she's almost 18. So she is basically an adult. Um, I thought she handled it very well. No, she, she absolutely did. And I, I think. You know, I think we think, you know, I think we grew up in a different era in this yeah. world where people were more judgmental and where people weren't as open and honest about sexuality and, and that kind of stuff. Uh, and I think for her, it's more just like, she's like, dad, I didn't want to, like, if, she, if I was going to find this, I didn't want to find it on TikTok. But yeah. like, honestly, I don't care what you do. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, but she has multiple transgender friends, gay, lesbian, right. you know, friends. Right. So just to hear about our sex life, yes, it's uncomfortable. Nobody wants to hear about their parents' sex life. But I think in a way, she kind of understood. Right. And, and honestly, wasn't I, I judgmental think she, of us. Uh, 
connected with you a little bit I more think so because too. yeah you know, she think you know she, she we was, had a common interest <laughs> right <laughs> we had some common interest and she was like pretty awesome about it every time she saw the pineapple she would be like elbowing us like oh my god um yeah. she's like i can't unsee the pineapple i thought she did exceptionally well i mean when your kids find out about something like this like we kind of were like oh crap here we go no yeah i mean there's the fear that they'll be upset and yeah. you know like all the fears that you know anybody in the lifestyle has had about their kids finding yeah. out we've had all those fears as well mm-hmm. um but i think it is important to remember that this isn't 1995 anymore and yeah. uh, <laughs> our kids are being raised in a generation where like sex positive um accepting of all genders race all of that is like pretty much pushed down their throats right so i think they're a lot more um open to differences right which, we I, which I think is children. great I mean, yeah that's wonderful. i agree it's awesome i think that's kind of how we both have raised our children to like love each other and not care what someone looks like or what they choose, you know? So I think it kind of, in this case, it kind of shows that we've done a good job. Right. And then Mm -hmm. the middle schooler doesn't know. Correct. I really get pissed off about this question. (laughs) I don't know how else to say it without cussing because my son is 11 years old. He is not of age to know anything about our sex life at all. Right. He doesn't really understand sexuality. He's learning. He's figuring it out. Um, And I've had, age-appropriate conversations with him about sex, and he's went through sex education at school. But to openly say, Dan and I have sexual intercourse with other couples every so often would not be an age-appropriate conversation whatsoever. And I personally get a little bit frustrated when people ask that. I'm like, well, do you tell your 11-year-old son when you suck your husband's dick on the weekends? Like, you come in there and be like, let me tell you what I'm doing with your daddy. No. Right. Nobody's going to do that. Yeah. Um, I do get, I do get that we are putting our business out on a public platform. So obviously that's where these questions come from. So I get it, right? Will they find, will my son find our TikToks? Will he find our website? And the answer is maybe. Right. He might. I have him blocked from everything that I possibly can block him from. But realistically, we know that there is a chance that he's going to come across of it, right. or his friend, or somebody's going to let a distant relative. Yeah, is somebody's going to let it you know, slip. Like, yeah. We know that, or I, do it on purpose, just out of spite. Yeah, or, you yeah. Know. Um, and especially how our family and everything has found out, the chances of that are pretty damn high because people have kind of handled themselves crappy, to be in my opinion. Some, yeah. Yeah, but um, I try really hard to keep my TikToks as peachy 13 as possible you don't see me in skimpy clothes i mean i might wear a crop top every so often or a spaghetti strap that's gonna be it there's no bathing suits there's no um anything like that obviously tiktok takes down my um, tiktoks if i have a sweater and shorts on (laughs) so i can't even get away with it if i wanted to we also try to keep the subject matter as PG-13 as it can. Obviously, we're swingers, so it can only be as PG-13 as it can. But we don't just put it out there. Like, for instance, today we posted a TikTok, and it says something like getting when your parents ask you why you're going to Nashville for the weekend, and it's got pineapples or something like that. If my son saw that, he one would have no idea what the <laughs> what pineapples about, would mean. Yeah. Um And he would be like, Mom, why are you going to Nashville this weekend? And then I would have a conversation with him. His bigger question would be, why do you have so many followers on TikTok? And I didn't know. (laughs) Yeah. How did you get so many followers? I want, uh, show me, Mom. Yeah. So, I mean, realistically, will he find out? Probably. No. I mean, I think we 100% expect that he either will find out or we'll tell him. And, but what we're hoping is he's more like 17, 18 at the time and we can have, a more appropriate yeah, conversation. Even with. 15 or 16. Right. Um, even when he does find out, I'm not going, just like with your daughter, we didn't say, oh, let us let me tell you about all the things that we did or we right. do. Right. It wasn't a conversation like that. No. It was, you know, just like we struggle with monogamy and this is something that we do that helps right. our relationship and makes, you know, everything work better for us. And again, if that conversation needs to happen it will absolutely happen and we're ready for it i mean doing tiktok lives doing these podcasts all this has just really prepared us for oh, yeah. if nothing else you you guys have got us prepared to answer questions when we when we go live and get correct. bombarded with correct so um 
I mean, once you've had the conversation with your parents and your ex-husband and ex-wives and stuff, I mean, we got you can kind of, we can kind of, we can teach a class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So does that answer that? I think that answers um, most of that, right? So our kids are 50-50 on whether they know or not. The older ones do know and actually are pretty, pretty supportive and understanding mm-hmm. and, and, and great about it. And the middle schooler, when that time comes, uh, we'll we'll approach that issue uh, as we need to. Yeah, correct. All right. Moving on to, uh, I think this is going to be our last question. Mm-hmm. You want to go ahead and read it out? Everyone on TikTok wants to know, do we get jealous? <laughs> do we get jealous? That's probably, it's up there. STDs and jealousy are probably the two. And yeah. kids, I think that's like the top yeah. three, right? Yeah. Um, so what do you... Let's talk about it. I think we've actually talked about this a little bit in some of the other episodes. Yeah, but do you, I get jealous. Do you get jealous? Did you listen to the last podcast? What makes you jealous? Um, honestly, it's more my own insecurities than it is anything else. Um, we're humans. Right. We are super duper in love. Um, I want you to think I'm the number one girl in all the land. So, well, you so, are, babe. Yeah, thank you. I know. But sometimes things get to us. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's right. just human nature. Yeah. It just is. Well, and I think that's important that we're, we're humans. We're emotional creatures. Yeah. Um, and yeah, sometimes when you see your, your wife or your husband doing something intimate with another person, and, and a lot of times the things that like that should, trigger that the jealousy are not so the things stupid. you would think, right? Yes. Yeah, it's, so it's not the sex. It's the like the sweet peck on the cheek or the... Or he pushed her hair back. Right. Brushing somebody's hair to the side yeah. or, you know, mm-hmm. like... Um, or he kissed her like super passionately. Right. Rubbing their back or, mm-hmm. you know, all these little intimate things that aren't really sex related. Just, yeah. But they just kind of come across as like sweet or not, you know, like kind. Right. Um, I think those are the kind of things. I think sometimes, you know... Uh, and I think it's a good point to say that, like, if we're irritated about other things, you know, especially like in the texting realm and things like that, like yeah. if I'm just irritated at you for whatever reason, because you spent a bunch of money on Amazon or buying <laughs> clothes or whatever you did, and I'm irritated, and then like I'm trying to talk to you and you're on your phone texting on Snapchat, you know, like, then I'll be like, oh, you you pay more attention to your guys than you do to me, yeah. you know, or something well, like that. Well, there's also yeah. been times that I'm like cooking dinner or running errands or at the grocery store and my kick is like, Ding 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 ding, and you're just like having a good old time with somebody's wife, and I'm like, listen here, I'm out getting groceries for the family, and you're just sweet talking this girl, you know. So I mean, he didn't do anything wrong per se. He followed all of our rules and boundaries. I'm just in a pissy mood because I'm at the grocery store, no, and you're at home on the couch with your legs propped up, texting, texting all the ladies. Yeah, yeah. So I think you know. I've seen swinger couples say, oh, we just don't get jealous. It's just, we're, we're, Honestly, not, we're just not if, like that. Just me personally, if I ever don't get jealous, you probably should be worried. Right. Yeah. To yeah. me, yeah. if you love somebody and care about somebody, you know, sharing your partner with other people is going to create some type of jealousy, right? And maybe they're just like, oh, we don't get like jealous and fight. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. You know, I think with we us. We don't really get jealous and fight. We get jealous and communicate. Right. And I think that's an important distinction. Yeah. Um, and then we, we, I, I immediately tell you if I'm jealous, like in the moment, <laughs> you mean you shout jealous, jealous, jealous in the middle of, everybody knows in the middle of coffee, I'm communicating. in the middle of us all fucking jealousy, but it's people that know me and don't care. I mean, if it was, well, yeah, I take that back. You, that one couple did not know us very well, <laughs> but whatever. At least, um, at least it gets a few drinks. She don't give a shit. I don't care. She'll tell you um, but yeah, I mean, I almost immediately tell you you probably wait until like we're alone or the next day to tell me um but i would say just don't let too much time pass because then you like harbor those feelings and then it's going to come out with something else um but we just immediately talk about it yeah so for us um just having a conversation usually the next day because you know that that night you might be drunk and it's you know it's not much point talking about it but (laughs) next day say hey babe when you you know, I think I used to brushing the hair last time, but maybe, you know, when you laid there and cuddled with her and, you know, massaged her back for 10 minutes after. Or came in her mouth. <laughs> or came in her mouth. <laughs> that's that, an inside. Well, okay. Like that's a story to be told. So Dan and I hadn't saw each other for a, like a few days and we met at this party and the girl was like super hot and he was just in, really enjoying her. And he just straight up just came in her mouth and she just took it off. It was really hot. <laughs> But I don't typically do that, you know. I mean, that's kind of a 
it's your birthday kind of thing, not necessarily <laughs> a Tuesday night kind of thing. And so I was jealous, even though nowhere in our boundaries does it say that Dan cannot come in her mouth. Never. Mm-hmm. But it, it bothered me a little. If anything, I think you've probably encouraged that. Yeah, because they do it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> but just in that moment, I was human and I was just like, hey. Yeah. Um, well, I think it was more that we had been apart. Yeah. But we just talked about it, you know, immediately. Well, not immediately. I think we talked about it like once we got back to our room and then the next morning. Um, but that's just one of those things. Like, I, he didn't do anything wrong. He did exactly what he was supposed to. He's there to mm. have hot sex. She certainly didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> but I got insecure. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Yeah. So I think I think again, just to kind of wrap up the jealousy thing, it, it does happen. I think what it comes down to ninety nine percent of the time is our own insecurities. Yeah. Um, it's it's something within ourselves that we are you know self conscious about something, or we think somebody else is doing something better, or they're enjoying something more with somebody than we are. Uh, in, in reality, we we want that, right? I want you to enjoy. Um, That's what we're here for. Your time with other people, right? Yeah. Uh, it's just you know, again, it's a self reflection thing and it's a communication thing. So having that open conversation with your spouse and saying what made you jealous, because again, maybe next time you can avoid it. If it's something little like brushing somebody's hair to the side, like I don't yeah. need to do that during <laughs> when yeah. we're swinging. Um, not that I don't think that was a thing. Was that a thing? I think that was kind of a little thing one time we had. I don't know. I don't remember. Possibly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I but, wouldn't uh, put it past me. Well, and then the other thing about all this is we, that evolves, right? What made you jealous a year ago probably isn't going to make you jealous correct, now, right? Correct. So, like we've and what said, made, made me jealous today might not make me jealous next week. I mean, right. like if we've been together all week and she, want, she wants to swallow you, come by all means go for it, girl. <laughs> if we haven't been together for a week, <laughs> I might have a different opinion. Yeah. So it's just, it's. It's just part of it. And I, a quick conversation, open communication will really allevi- alleviate a yes. lot of stress yeah. that that may cause. Yeah. So I think that's it. I think that's mm-hmm. uh, probably stop at, at five. But yeah. uh, those are probably some of the most um, common questions we get asked. Yeah. Over and over. We tried to answer them as openly and yeah. as, as frankly. I think, and we, you know, we've got a lot of comments on our podcast that, oh, we really like how like just open you guys are mm-hmm. like how much you know like you just have a frank conversation and tell it tell how it is there's not any reason to lie right and i think i think you do see some of that with swinging where people especially in the you know this podcast realm where people kind of try to give the correct answer well give the correct answer or just make it you know i don't know showy almost you mm-hmm. know like you know church it up a little you know however you want to say <laughs> it like you know refine it a little bit yeah uh, where I think we, we just, just want to be open and honest and 100%. where we're good at something, we may be crappy at another. Right. We're just learning and growing as we go. We're not perfect. Just two people trying to do this. All right. So let's talk. Uh, I guess let's do the weekend review. Okay. Um. So what, what have we been up to this last week? I went out of town. You did. You left me. I did. You left me with all the dogs. <laughs> and all the social media. I unplugged from Thursday through Sunday and it was amazing. You probably you don't want to say what you. I were went doing. to Vermont. Let's yeah. just leave it at that. I went to Vermont to a place where there was no Wi-Fi and no cell signal, so I didn't really have a choice but to unplug. But very much was excited to do it. Um, you know how many social media accounts and stuff that we manage. I mean, we do divide and conquer a lot of things, but it's still a lot on both of us individually. So I was really excited this trip I do every year with my mom and my son. So I was really excited to go and unplug and it really did my soul some good. (laughs) Um, I love TikTok. I love Snapchat with everyone, but it just did me some good to really unplug for a little bit and kind of get a little bit of a break, but I'm back. You're back. Back and better than ever. Refreshed, ready to go. With a crazy week. I know I told Dan today, he texted me at lunch, and I was like, uh, I went from like calm doing nothing to um, craziness. Yeah. (laughs) Like went right back into it. Yeah. I think that is worth saying. I don't think people realize like to manage TikTok, to manage OnlyFans, to manage your Snapchat, to manage, you know. And we work full-time jobs. Work full time jobs, and we travel back and forth. You know, the, from the, two houses. The, the podcast. Yeah, um, that that takes a lot. I mean, it's, it is like working another full time job on top of correct. Tool. And then 
I have my sons in sports and it's just, it's a lot. Yeah. So it's a if, lot of work. If you email us or if you, you know, message Lacey on one of her social medias and she doesn't get back to you, um, it's not because she doesn't want to. No. It's because there literally are hundreds yeah, like of people. People doing on Snapchat sometimes are like, ask me a question and then I'll respond and they'll ask me something else and I have no idea what they're talking about because it doesn't save your comp, your conversation. And I'm like, what? Because I literally have 5,000 people on there messaging me every day and it takes a lot of work. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was nice. I hate that you didn't get to go. Wanted you to go, but it just didn't work out. Um, but thank you for the much needed vacation. You're welcome. And welcome. Thanks for welcome holding back. down the fort while I was do, gone. do some work. Make some TikToks. <laughs> Let's take some pictures. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Another big news this week is you broke the 1%. Yeah, it was like 0.91% today or 0.91, I think, was yeah. the last number big I saw. Deal. And this big is deal. on OnlyFans, if yeah. anybody's not clear what we're talking about. Yeah, big deal. So she is... The top 1% of OnlyFans. Less than 1%. Yeah. Put that less in there. Well, yeah. Well, if you're the top 1%, you're less uh, well, than... Well, whatever. I thought yeah. you meant like top. Like I could be 1.9, you could say. Well, that's technically top 2%, but yeah. Well, I still would call it 1%. <laughs> I gotcha. It's technically 1%. You're in the 1%. So yeah. yeah. I got But we're you. less than 1%. Yeah, so um, yeah. Feel, does that feel good? You you were pushing for that. That was yeah. a goal of yours. Yeah, it was a goal of mine. Now, I don't know how long we'll stay in there, but... OnlyFans has kind of dipped down a little bit. If you know from our history with TikTok, um, our TikTok was banned on the second of this month, and this account just really has struggled. Um, our OnlyFans stuff like that is direct correlation to TikTok. Yeah. So if TikTok slows down, the rest slow down. So it's kind of slowed down a bit. It has, yeah. So we may make a new TikTok to be determined. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to stay one 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 punch ahead of the yeah, uh, the so censors, right? We're trying to decide that and um yeah, so and unfortunately when TikTok bans you or shadow bans you or whatever. It's hard to tell. Yeah, it's hard to tell and your IP will get flagged. So it's not just like, oh, let's just make a brand new account and keep going. No, they know who you are. <laughs> right. They're after you. So, it, you know, it involves new phones, stuff like that. Like, this is all the behind the scenes stuff that <laughs> yeah. when we say it takes a lot to manage all this, this is the decisions that we're making. Um, do we go get a new phone? Do we not? Do we start a new Snap? Or do we start a new TikTok? Do we not? It's yeah. Well, this one's really weird because it's not, it's not that you're not getting, like we had that one account that was shadow banned mm -hmm. and it had like no traction. I mean, you couldn't, you go live and you'd have like 10 people in the room you'd this post is a like video partial. yeah it's almost like it's just slow but is it just because we haven't had a video hit or is it did tiktok do something to us yeah so that's why we haven't like jump shipped on this one we're kind of we'll waiting it out wait, i mean not to happens. mention the iphone 13 comes out friday right <laughs> that's the, i think the plan is to see yeah. see what we can do with this account and then once the new once it's time to upgrade phones we might Make a decision at that point. Yeah. So that's kind of where we are with TikTok. It's kind of slow, but that's okay. The cool thing is that we have kind of combined forces with Christina and Malia, our swing talk ladies. Yeah. And so the cool thing is we can all help each other. So when one gets banned or shadow banned or is down, the others kind of pull the weight of the other, which is really nice um, to have kind of a support system. Yeah, so we'll talk about that a little bit. So uh, Malia, who is SNM416 on TikTok, mm -hmm. and then Christina, which is TikTok girl Christina. I think she's still on 5.0 at this point yeah. in time. They're you know pretty big swinger accounts on TikTok, and we've kind of teamed up, and they've kind of joined the nation, so yeah. to speak. Mm -hmm. um, so they're on our website. We have all their information, all their links, all their bios. Um, if you're on our Discord, you already know who they are. I mean, we do right. TikTok lives with them. We just kind of aligned ourselves with them and is working more as a team than individually. And honestly, it kind of helps all of us. Um, like, for instance, I'm back and Malia's not feeling well today, so I can help. Or I was out this weekend and they kind of pulled the slack for me. So it's it's nice to not have all the pressure just on the two of us. Right. So it's kind of, you know, those three big TikTok accounts working together, trying to, you know, getting people to come to our website, getting people to go to OnlyFans, getting people to go to the podcast. Uh, you know, it's it's just a nice to have that that community of like-minded people all working together in one direction. Correct. And with that, we're actually going to go meet them this weekend Excited. in Nashville. Excited. So we are meeting um, the two couples. We're all staying together in a pretty awesome place. And we are going to chemistry in Nashville. Chemistry, Nashville. We've never been. Which is a swingers club. Yep. 
Uh, we're going Saturday night. We're going Saturday. So if you're listening to this, it's obviously Thursday. But if you're in the general area and want to come with us, come on. People ask all the time, where are we going? How can we meet y'all? Well, this is an occasion where you can come and you can meet us. Um, you do have to register through their website, which is chemistrygold.com. I will put it in the show notes. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Um, you do have to register through their website, kind of create a profile, and then you pay for your tickets, and then you can RSVP. The awesome thing is chemistry gave us a coupon code, which is TalkSwing, T-O-K-S-W-I-N-G. Dan will obviously put that in the show notes so you can read that and get all that information. But gives you 10% off. 10 or 20. 20. 20% off, which is $12. Right. So instead of costing 60 it's 48 $48, yeah. But yeah, you can come and see us. We'll all be there. Um, it's fetish night, so bring your black leather. Fetish night. And your yeah. whips and come on. Right. You got a cute little, are you wearing that? Do you know? Have you decided? It was delivered today at my house. So I've not tried my outfit on, but yeah, I've got like a cute leather romper that um, laces up the side. So it's some. Going with thigh high boots? Thigh high boots. I've never worn them. Oh. This is a first for me. So honestly, they might not even go over my leg. <laughs> so that is to be determined. <laughs> I will go back to Black Hills if they don't work. But yeah, um, that's what we're doing. We've got some awesome outfits, some matching lingerie and stuff to do some amazing content with the ladies and the guys. Yeah, Yeah, so we're going to meet up Friday night. We're probably just going to hang out and get to know them Friday night. Saturday, you know, we're going to be... On Broadway Street in Nashville, yeah, tearing just, just tearing it up. So if With you're my glitter cowboy boots. if you're on Broadway Street on Saturday, you might see the Swing Talk girls just kind of running around, taking pictures, doing TikToks. Um, certainly come up and say hi mm-hmm. if you see us uh, out there. And then Saturday night we will be at Club Chemistry in Nashville. Use code TalkSwing to get in. Correct. And let them know. You're with us. Yeah. There was already 75 people RSVP'd as of Monday night. So, you know, obviously, if you're hearing this on Thursday, if you want to come, you probably need to get on that and yeah. get that scheduled. Yeah, get registered. And, yeah, get Am a I, schedule. I'm trying to sell them out, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people they let in the club. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But if you're not on our Snapchat, definitely add me. It's Swinging S Girl 2, two um, which will also be in the show notes or you can find it on our website. Um, you'll get to see all the fun behind the scenes shenanigans. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And if you want to be a premium member, that's where you find me there too. So premium members pay a monthly fee, but they get the good stuff. All the behind the scenes. All the behind the scenes. Un- uncensored. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. What else? I think that's it. That's Hito in a month. Hito in a month, yeah. Yeah, we're really excited about Hito. We were concerned with the COVID levels and work approvals and stuff, but we're good to go. Good to go, hundred percent. Hundred percent. So we'll we'll talk more about that as we get closer, but mm-hmm. uh, I think that's that's it. One month. All right. Okay. Anything okay. else? I think that's it. All right, guys, we appreciate you joining again uh, us again this week. Um, honestly, the podcast has been doing fantastic. Thank you very much. I think over over fifty five hundred downloads, and I don't, I don't. That's just downloads, and the views were crazy. I don't, I don't even know. I, yeah. I haven't even had the time to go to all the websites and check mm-hmm. the view numbers, but they're. Tens of thousands of people, I think. That's awesome. So listened. if you um, if you like our podcast and you want to leave us a five-star review, you screenshot it and send me a picture of that in our on my Snapchat, I will send you a special prize. Special prizes. It's for, a good one. For reviews, yeah. Yeah. All right. So remember, folks, in a world full of apples. Be a pineapple. Be a pineapple, guys. Bye. If you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. If you want to see more of our content, you can find links to Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and more in the show notes. Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.